And there we go. All right, Vocal Fam, here we are. We are excited. We have Angelica Nair here to talk about her new book, which we're going to tell you all about, Vocal Fam. Forgive me that I sound like a baritone today. I might Weird. try to sound even... Maybe I was just jealous of Chadley last week. I think week. you were just jealous of his yeah, don't beautiful worry. You're baritone. To the current episode, you're not you're not re-listening. Yeah, it's it's it really is it really is me, vocal fam. I promise. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right, let me roll the theme song. Here we go. You're listening to the Vocal Fry podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture. Coming to you from Hawkins Labs in the Upside Down. Vocal fam, since we Good had the stra- for this week. Yeah, since we had the Stranger <laughs> Things four trailer drop this week, I had to go with a Stranger Things uh, theme like because uh, it was only appropriate. Uh, if you've not seen the Stranger Things teaser, it's uh, it, it. It, you should go you should go watch that. There were actually a lot of trailers that came out this week, really yeah. really quality. Um, okay, anyway, Angelica, we're here to talk about your wonderful new book, The Tongue as a Gateway to Voice Resonance Style and Intelligibility. It is a bit of a long title, but <laughs> yeah. welcome to Vocal Fry. Thank you for being yeah. here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. No, we're thrilled that we got this organized. You were one of two, you were one of two people I contacted a year ago who I lost track of, uh, <laughs> yes. when I, I, we had spoken like right when the pandemic was hitting and then I yep. just, my COVID brain, Look, vocal fam, nobody's pandemic perfect. <laughs> the pandemic brain was real last spring, particularly in April and May. And uh, but but here we are, and we're excited because now really better timing. Well, it was interesting because when uh, Kristen and I were talking about this episode for the plural stuff, we weren't sure right. if the book was going to be out by now. But here it is. Oh my gosh, it came out. Over a month earlier. <laughs> I mean, amazing. congratulations on that. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. If there would be an award, a uh, plural set, if there would be an award, I would get it for early release. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So, uh, so tell us a little bit, not about the book yet, but tell us a little sure. bit about yourself so that our listeners know kind of your background as a singer and a teacher and a researcher, just the, anything that kind of is important for the vocal fam to know that led up to the book. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's quite a story. That's a big question. Well, we'd love to hear it. We'd love to hear it. <laughs> because I can't even believe it that I got to that point. If you would have asked me even 10 years ago that I would publish a book, I would say, are you serious? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Right. <laughs> um, but, um, well, how did I get here? How, what's my journey? I started uh, quite early. I mean, I, I'm coming from a musical family and I started early with recorder and flute and got into voice and everything. And I did grow up um, um, in Austria, of course. And uh, so um, I did go to a music gymnasium, which is something where you get your general education and at the same time you have a musical education on a conservatory level. So that's what you have here and that's what I went to. 
And I was always curious, you know, curiosity always uh, accompanied my life and didn't matter what it was. I always need to, needed to know how it worked. <laughs> yeah. I, I took apart everything that I got between my fingers, you know, radios, including my flute, everything. If I could have <laughs> taken apart my voice, I would have done so also. <laughs> Fun. Um, but, um, uh, so I had a lot of questions, but never got an answer, unfortunately, in my education. So that was my story to that, which yielded me to, to get out, um, and, and reach out for other literature and went to the English literature where all of a sudden a new world opened to me, which was voice research. And, uh, yeah. So I pretty much got to know all those holy Bibles of Dietze <laughs> and Sundberg and all sorts of things, which was really, really hard to digest for me, <laughs> not having anybody helping me actually with that. Um, but, but great. It, it, it just actually started to answer questions for me. And, and, and I knew that there was more because I knew in my own singing where I even started already, uh, professionally and, and so forth that there's something missing. And I'm not so sure if I can sustain, you know, the way I'm singing, what I'm doing. And I'm, I'm still not sure about all the, um, all the background and, um, and then I finally found a teacher who could actually answer questions and which yielded to another big, big break in my, li my life, which meant uh, putting on hold my entire career, um, not singing for an entire year, um, relearning a new technique and yeah. doing all of that. And uh, um, yes, and then I... Even, uh, um, yeah, I have to add, actually, that with, with reading all the literature, I actually got to know my late husband before I got to know him. So, And then sure. I got to meet him. And uh, um, so I, and then I, yeah, I married and I lived in the United States. And that was an entire new <laughs> world yeah. anyways. Yeah, sure. um, Could I and, share a quick anecdote about your yes, late husband, actually? Sure. So. In 2006, okay. when I was first communicating with my mentor, Don Miller, right. he had contributed two chapters to Gareth's book, the right. State of the Art Studio book. Okay. And uh, he said, now you're going to need Don and his... I can actually do Don's voice today. <laughs> now yes. you're going to need to read these two chapters. Uh <laughs> And um, and so uh, that was my uh, introduction to um, to knowing yeah. his writing. Yeah, uh, was to pre to prepare for my time studying with Don. Uh, was was at that point Don's book was you know not out yet. And uh, yeah. so anyway, sorry. Moving no, on. Back no, to the no, 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 perfect. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, and and so. Of course, with Gareth, I got even deeper into into the research part and and Absolutely. more active, and uh, we acquired a lot of equipment and and <laughs> digged into it. And uh, um, I mean, I have an entire room full of equipment. I even bought a new car to get my equipment in there now. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's uh, awesome! <laughs> uh, so. 
So yes, and 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 here we are. This is pretty much, I think that that would sum it up in in, in a short version. There's so much actually that was going on, but um, yeah, that's that's how I I got deep into that. Yes. Um, cool. and then you know you were the Van Lawrence Awardee 2019 2020. Um, yes, and so. How did the tongue start to interest you specifically? Yeah. Like what oh what gosh. what kind of piqued the interest about what was it about the tongue that you kind of latched on to? Was it was it something in your own singing or was it just something in the research? Um yes. yes. And this this ties back to yet again in my start of my 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 study uh as a singer um getting answers and and you know you you hear so much and you're trying to 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 reach out to Dawcon, you know, any any workshop, any presenter, any whatever, any uh, uh, masterclass, you, you you try to kind of ask the question, and you hear either uh, that was my experience. I heard either um, completely forget about it, put it out of the way, you know, try to get it out of the way, or you get the the absolute opposite side of the spectrum put it in the way, really get, get, get it forward. Right. And, and both didn't really make me happy and, and work for me. So, <laughs> and that, sure. so there must be something in between. Um, and of course uh, you're doing something, you, you, you get, you always get those, um, uh, you know, the professor is sort of, sort of asking you, you, Okay, you need to to get a more of an E or A or whatever, and and then that well, how? Yes, what am I supposed to do? I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Again, so many un unanswered questions and um, something with the tongue because at the end, I mean, we have this. You have a tie in your tongue, you know. There's there's a reason why. So <laughs> how can we untie that? <laughs> right, and, and, right. And and of course, with the advancement of technology that um and there is there's this big uh, great mentor and friend and uh maureen stone dr maureen stone in in maryland who we found and uh who i'm so grateful for because she started with the ultrasound and then i got to know this one and that was the big revolution you know i mean this uh... <laughs> yeah so that's a great thing that gets us sort of into the book so tell us about the ultrasound stuff i mean you know yeah. was it was it like you know just sort of um at first was it just sort of just experimentation on yourself and getting to just sort of visualize it yourself <laughs> Tell us about that. Oh my gosh, let me tell you, I will never ever forget that day <laughs> where when I, for the very first time, had this ultrasound under my chin, <laughs> this transducer, sitting in Maureen Stone's uh, lap there and seeing my tongue moving. I, I could not believe it. I said, that's that's not possible. That's not how the tongue works. I I can't believe it that it that it does this, you know, yeah. and and uh, since there was no way to even anticipate or imagine what could happen, uh, there there was no protocol uh, at pl in in place whatsoever. So so we tried actually to to just get the alphabet through and get get combinations through and and yeah. test it. I sang all sorts of stuff, you know, got all my repertoire out there. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I also 
then started to to sing melisma you know and say what is the tongue doing when you go up and down is is there what what's really going on because we always talk about you need to modify or you need to do this and when you go high do this or that or whatever and that but what are we really doing and and how can we help if we are not doing it and 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 so seeing actually what the tongue is doing and then having this big big thing that for me it was everything i learned up to this point from everyone and everything i taught to this point i have to throw out mm. that was my big thing and 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 where i thought okay i i think we we need to start fresh here and we need to reset and and learn again and find out what's going on and ever since i did that it was for me incredible personally as a singer and of course as a pedagogue and researcher but uh, even more so to to find that that new knowledge that i gained how when i started to implement and my great student who were my guinea pigs here to, to test all of it and they really worked so nicely with me and and tested everything and it 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 yielded to such great results uh, and and much quicker results uh, which was i thought that everyone needs to know that i want everyone to know that and have that tool that that's really a beautiful picture actually um can you give us kind of like one specific example like you said about the idea that like it challenged your sort of um you know preconceived pedagogy right like yes. you, you know this information can you give us like one kind of specific example yeah yeah i i, I like to use the uh um the vowel e uh like in keen for instance right um and and there's always this okay we we always have this uh, categorizing of, of we need to categorize because our brain needs something to put somewhere sure. to to, to yeah. process it of course uh, uh so we have this front vowel and back vowel categorization right so right. Yeah. e the front vowel so therefore the tongue has to be in the front right uh which then yields to okay everything needs to go forward right and and then you're starting you know pushing from the back forward and this is this diagonal forward push uh, uh to your upper teeth uh the alveolar ridge there just above the teeth and and when you look at the ultrasound that's not what's happening and of course i need to add here that we are as singers creating resonance meaning we are not just talking yeah. where we are almost closed with our mouth because I can have my teeth together and I can still sure. talk, right? right. Uh, but that's not what we actually want in singing, um, particularly not unamplified singing. Um, and and so we're dropping our jaw, which is my low mandible maneuver thing. Yes, which, you have that which very well defined in the book. And, and which is increasing all the space in our mouth, right? And so therefore our tongue needs to work much, much more. And if we are then starting to push it forward, we're, we're starting to get our larynx pushed up and we're starting from the, and everything is connected, right? <laughs> which yeah. is the hundred mm, percent cheese. Yes. <laughs> and, and so we're starting, you know, to continuing the push from the trunk forward and this is a no-go and when you look 
uh, under the ultrasound, uh, what's actually happening is actually an up and down movement. And, and one, and then I'm getting to the next big, big thing that I'm always, which is one of the first things I'm always talking about the tongue is the hydrostatic nature. And uh, this is where the volume of the tongue stays the same. And it doesn't matter what you do, how you squeeze it. This is like a, uh, an air balloon. You squeeze it, it always has the same volume and, and it, it reshapes itself, but you always work with the same volume. So therefore, if you do this, you you're really creating a lot of tension in the tongue. And so, so yeah, I, I, let me just say on that, on that regard, um, to respond to that. So, so many things, I mean, absolutely, because, you know, we've been talking about this for, um, a long time now, mm -hmm. the idea that, um, it's really not so much whether it, the tongue, I love the hydrostatic idea of the tongue. For, for mm -hmm. sure. But we've been talking about the idea that what really matters is where the tongue is creating a, a point of narrowing in the vocal tract to establish the right resonance. <laughs> and um, the idea of the like E being, you know, that the, that the dorsum is really that the body of the tongue is, is higher, not necessarily fronted a hundred percent. I mean, that's just, I, I you know, um, one of the things that uh, Ken, Ken Bozeman likes to talk about and um, Ken's a, a, a good friend and a mentor and just the idea that when we're actually singing E that the feeling of the resonance actually to the singer is a lot of time that the it, it feels as if our voice is actually coming through the tongue or under the tongue uh, rather than even over the tongue um, which ah feels like it's going over the tongue but right. uh, but anyway it's just yeah I, I, I love the way you just described that hundred and and he is he is so kind of mysterious to so many people yes oh, yeah. yes <laughs> yes and it's uh, thank you for 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 giving those those keywords of over under the tongue the you know this is the perception that we have yeah uh, versus the physiology that's going right. On. Yeah. yeah. So that's always the tricky thing. So we may perceive something in a way, but it doesn't necessarily be the physiological process. That yes. We so we always have to separate that. This is always this is also something I'm talking about the book because we talk about you hear so much about uh, singing into the mask, you know, and and oh, feeling yeah. the you know the reflections. It's all well intended, well intended, but it's not what we're actually doing. Again, it's, it's this push forward that, that triggers that. But no, we are we're creating things and the result is then of the vibration that we may feel it more in the front, under the nose or wherever that is. No? Sure. Um, 100%. But, um, just one more note about above the tongue. and. Over, I think the other thing that we forget is the 3D dimension that we have in the vocal tract. Yeah, yeah, please go into that a little bit, yeah. Um, and, and that is, of course, uh, and, and I do um, um, illuminate a little bit about, uh, the ultrasound does give us a two, 2D uh, structure, right. and I, I do re refer to the 3D one also, and, and I combined it in the research uh, through various, uh, uh, instruments like MRI and ultrasound, etc. But uh, and you can recreate it through the ultrasound also. And um, however, 
because the tongue is a hydrostat, we have so many, it's, it's like a, a valley. It's, it's, you know, you, you, you're really hiking in, inside your mouth when you walk on the tongue. So you can go into a groove and you can go up again, uh, just on, on one vowel because the tongue is this incredible thing of being able to contract and extend at the same time with the muscles. So we do have maybe a, a, a high tongue in the front, but a low one in the back, and we may have a groove in the back, you know, uh, just in the in the medial part of the of the of the tongue. Um, so there are chambers created, and we always have two big chambers: a front chamber and a back chamber, and and the tongue is actually the, the dividing wall of of all of that, and, and creating. The, the, the various shapes of those chambers, either being smaller in the front and back and, and larger in the back or vice versa. So this, and, and we need to keep this three-dimensional part in, in our, in our minds sort of, yeah. And, and then you can feel if it is a smaller space, like in the E, because the tongue is elongated, this is actually elongated, retracted in the front and elongated in the back. So it gives this, like, I, I call it always this worst thing, you know, that just stands ah, up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so therefore, you are closer to your heart palate, which means you have a much narrower space up there, which means yeah. your uh, sound waves are reflecting much harder. And so you, you feel it much in, it's much intenser, you know, in terms of reflection. So therefore, you feel it much, much hard, better there on the E than on the A. And the 3D uh, dimension, three-dimensional, there are great images in the book on 77 and 78 uh, of this three-dimensional. Right. Uh, it was one of my favorite images in the book, actually. Yeah. I thought that was great. It's to just awesome. Because, yeah. you know, because to, too often, you're right. We do think about this as like a two-dimensional plane. Yes. Um, like and, diagrams and things. I mean, they're just... Of right. course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, we we like to think about things like this too often in the voice that that like even with the vocal folds, we think about vocal folds as like T A C T or yeah. L C A P. You know, like we only think about the antagonistic relationship rather than actually like a three dimensional image of the vocal folds during phonation. Right. And the tongue right. the same way. It, it is yes, and and I I mean I I touch on that also you know agonist and antagonist this principle and we do need to because I mean it's so complex and and at the end it's a full body sports that we're having here you know so and 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 I I for instance touched that in the book too I said yes I'm I'm taking out a specific area I'm I'm talking about agonist antagonist but of course there's always the bigger picture in it where you cannot really just reduce it to that because there's so much more involved and uh, yeah um so I love one of the things I like about the book um is the way you have it laid out and what I mean by that is you have the first number of chapters, uh, which, you know, laying out things like theory, anatomy, you lay out your lower mandible maneuver thing, right. um, you know, like, like really great stuff. But then by the time you get to about, what is it, chapter seven, I guess, <laughs> you kind of go into these incredible specifics. <laughs> of consonant work and consonant clusters and 
It's kind of remarkable, actually, this section of this book. Talk a little bit about so that so that the vocal fam knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yes, those consonants. They are. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I love consonants, you know, <laughs> it, it, it comes out from a love hate relationship because it's so nice. <laughs> It's so nice to sing if you don't have consonants. It's yep. really awesome. Yep. Gosh, is it great. And then you somewhat have to put them in and then all goes away. <laughs> and that's actually also the story that I'm using. So you do you do hear warm-ups that have great that show great voices, but then when you hear those voices sing, all of a sudden that voice is gone. And and uh, we are I call it vowel centric. We are very vowel centric, and yes, we are sustaining and producing a lot of, of sound on the vowels, particularly uh, uh, thinking of the composition of the values of the notes because we sustain on those. But um, consonants have resonance, and not only that, I think the interpretation, the emotion, everything that lies into our musicality and what we want to convey in the message is in the consonant. And uh, because I'm not saying I love you, I am saying <laughs> I love you. I sustain on the L when I want to express something and not on the O. Um, so, and of course, even harder so if, if these are non-pitched consonants, and because consonants are so overlooked, naturally they are so short, they, they barely exist when we measure. And I, I did measure that, for instance, just um, a, a sentence, and I have the sentence of the famous uh, Cavalier Sospiriti for Cochillaure Infiammate. And when you say it, uh, you, I measured the, the consonant lengths, and then when we sang it, um, I, I measured the consonants as well, and look at that, it's almost the same, you know, in length. So because it's so quick, we need to really learn how to execute them. And because they have resonance, because they have sound, because we have pitch consonants, they are very important to not uh, doom the vowels. And that's most of the time, if there is any problem, if I will, 99% work on the consonants and all of a sudden all the other problems go away. So Vogel fam, if you're considering getting this book, I just want to say like, when I say like she covers the consonants, like I don't, I don't mean like <laughs> she lists them and like there's a chart of them. I'm saying that for all of them, there's a section in each of these sections on considerations yes. for the consonants Yes. Articulatory considerations, step-by-step -step instructions of how to make these consonants, challenges of these consonants. There are uh, ultrasound representations of the consonants. There's charts of t teeth and lips yes. and like when I like say a textbook on consonants, <laughs> yes, it's, it it's is. not like there's like a just. A, I'm not talking about a small section of the book here. This is this is easily. <laughs> pedagogically the most comprehensive thing of consonants oh I've seen. I don't think I've seen something this comprehensive. So congratulations yeah. to you on that. Yeah. 
<laughs> because you. no, that section of the book to me is like a real labor of love. It is, it is, and and it is particularly because you mentioned the images, and I I, I drew all the images my, myself. Wow! So um, I couldn't draw a circle. <laughs> Uh, uh, why no please not uh, no. i'm just i'm very no. not visual so it's not my things. it's not my i'm oh gosh i'm i'm, I'm so oh, god bless me with such incredible skills i have this i i always had this you know just just going into a room you know how you have this visual going in a room and you can imagine how it may be furnished furnished yes. and, and so on yes. you know uh, and, and just having this imagination of doing that. And I always had that, you know, and so this came really handy here. Wow. <laughs> um, it's like a room. I guess that makes sense. Yes. And, and the same thing, of course, I had the ultrasound, right? Right. Yeah. And, and my thing was now I can, because like in the, in the beginning of the book, I have more, I do have already, uh, the ultrasound images, but I thought, yes. you know, really getting, you know, the entire contour of your, uh, head and mouth and teeth and everything really creating that room that's inside, uh, helping to visualize. And I have to say, just because, of course, I had my ultrasound machine when I taught also. However, uh, um, I used the images alone as well that I have here, and that already helped everyone to imagine this thing okay here it's a little of course it's a little different for everyone and and changing it in, in dimension and so forth but it helped really envision uh and recreate uh for instance an n and what it looks like and help to kind of uh -huh, let it go imagine this space in the back and imagine how the uvular whatever and and so forth um, so you really see the entire image around it and not and it's just the tongue that I took out from the ultrasound and and it is truly since it's me it really is me so uh, everyone who is now having this book knows me inside out so you really okay. got me here <laughs> you have my dimensions and um, so um, and and so the proportions, everything is from my side, of course, and I, I, I allude to that. That of course it, it may look different a little bit, but it is in the vicinity of of what it uh, will be. And, sure. And so you have really sure. you can really imagine and 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 work on it and go step by step. And that that was my idea because that's what I would guide everyone through it also. And yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah, I will say um, I have had the opportunity to sing with a with a uh, with an ultrasound. Okay. to yes. my tongue right um uh and i've also gotten to observe s some of this um i, I got uh, uh watching watching bodo actually do some overtone singing with it was quite revelatory to me <laughs> watching an overtone oh. singer do what they do with their tongue exactly. uh it, watching how they work the chambers the the the, the, exactly. the two chambers compared to what we do as like classical singers or even right. just, you know, whatever other style. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, it was really quite revelatory to me. I was like, Oh, <laughs> that's what is happening. You know? And one of the things, listen, vocal fam, 
ultrasound machines are not cheap. There is not a... You can't just go out and... Don't <laughs> just think that, like, you can go out and even for 500 bucks, like, go buy yourself an no. ultrasound machine, okay? So I know that'd be great yes. if we could, and that would help advance us. Yes. However, the one thing I would say is if you have a lab and you have access to university funds... I know that this is something that with the video component to Voce Vista that Bodo is working into Voce Vista would be the ability, essentially because you could treat the ultrasound just as a webcam, which is what is essentially going into Voce Vista. Exactly. Um, So Yeah, I'm pushing him already hard to finally get to that because (laughs) I'm recreating it because I put window to window side by side, you know? Right. um, Come on, get, get, I need that. Right. Right. Yeah, well, I think he got caught up with the vibrato analysis, and, and that became, you know, right. he, he wanted to get that done um, sure. and yeah. done well. Sure. Um, but uh, <laughs> and, and then Chris John pushed him to get the wavegrams in, and, and, and that's, yeah. all, that's all in now. Um, so <laughs> I, I, have, good. I have a feeling that I do have a feeling that the video component is next. I mean, because I, I know he, so. he's got it in, in, in beta. Um, I know but, it was already three years ago in beta or so. Oh, yeah, I don't for know, sure. Or, or, for or sure. Longer even yes but, yeah but thank you bodo for being such a wonderful programmer yes but but he likes things to be perfect <laughs> which um, is great I yeah it is it is <laughs> um so anyway no that will be hopefully a, an advancement coming up for the, all yeah. of us and 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 you know again it, it, ultrasound is not cheap folks yeah. i mean i think the lowest priced one that i've seen in the states is like twenty five hundred dollars uh, um, yes you yep. can get it a tat a tad cheaper if you get a refurbished one sure so you get it for eighteen thousand or so <laughs> just a tad <laughs> um so anyway uh but one thing i do i am working on a on a transducer that that you can just use that is reduced uh for just uh feedback for, doesn't have all the the uh, bings and whistles you know that you need uh, as a physician that you could use in a smartphone part and and that is solely just a transducer without the machine so i am uh wow yeah yes so it is basically uh, what i'm trying to do is truly like like the the voce vista you know to have a tool that everyone could use wow the question is just, unfortunately, the bigger companies are not so uh, fond of jumping on projects like this because right. who knew that even though all of this is approved by the FDA, so everything I'm using is is already approved because we are using ultrasound machines. Yeah. However, because I would use it in a different way, it would need to go through the entire process yet again of approval, oh. which is millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying in Europe uh, to find more luck uh, and see uh, uh, and and um, so we'll see. That's, so that's I, I'm on it. I'm on it. That's great. But it's yes. kind of surprising to me because it's totally non-invasive. I mean, I it's it's not that. I, I mean, that's interesting. Um, the 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 that that idea of of approval. A- anyway. That is something we run into, though, Vocal Fam. Listen, that's that's part Aww, of the research. Uh, well, no, but look, sometimes, a lot of the time, these kind of things exist to keep people safe. I mean, they, yes. they exist to keep large populations yes. of humans safe, just like, like the FDA emergency approval of the vaccines. I mean, that's it's it's all meant to in good, so yes. that we don't like abuse humans. Of course. 
uh, into into being guinea pig test subjects for yes. something that's of course yes. unsafe. Um, Angelica, uh, is there anything else specific to the book that you wanted to make people aware of uh, that might? Well, here's a question actually about it. Yeah. Who whose hands do you want this book in? Just voice teachers or? No, no, no. If if at all possible, anybody who wants to learn more wants to uh, get get uh, answers to the questions hopefully through the book and get in touch uh, and, and and it's another gateway <laughs> um in into into the world of of what's behind the voice to get to know your voice uh, mm-hmm. and and uh, particularly i i used to say I, I i want to help people to find their voice but i changed that actually uh in my career to saying i want to help people how to use their voice because we all have it oh beautiful sure we just either forget or uh, don't don't uh, um yeah, on one side forget or um, don't think of how to use the voice properly, and and this is, is speaking or singing. So I'm, I'm, I'm um, addressing it to literally everybody. It's just a person who is interested in the voice uh, for fun, but as a profession, uh, the teacher, the the choir director, the oh, SLP, yeah. uh, the and anybody, because I I think I I also want to be a gateway to kind of be the approach to um, or or the gateway to not having fear of voice science, not having sure. fear of um, okay, there are numbers, there are technical <laughs> terms, etc. And and I'm trying to avoid them as much as I can, uh, yeah. but at the same time I don't avoid them because I think we, we 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 shouldn't sell people short. They they everyone wants to learn and everyone can learn, and and um, uh, to 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 give a platform of saying how can I get in touch with that in this incredibly complex thing. And I'm trying to also put a little. Uh, light into the complexity of formants and uh-huh. modification <laughs> because sure. this is so complex and this is physics and people have different experience in terms of physics either it comes already from high school or <laughs> at some right. point yeah. um and um to to give because what I also learned is that there there were people actually coming up to me in workshops or or, or seminars and presentations saying you know that I for the very first time understood F one and F two, you know how they actually work with each other and what actually makes it you know the changes yeah. and the acoustical outcome and yeah. and every the process that's behind it. For the very first time, and and because it's a big part is the tongue. I'm sorry. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't. No, I, I, it, it supremely influences. And um, and sure. and uh, there are always more, but I think one of the biggest biggest player in our singing is the tongue. And and uh, so again, with the images I have here, I think it was in seven. Um, the complexity of of formants and and. Uh, Overlaid to the chart of uh, um, 
109 is the, is the chart. Yes. So. Um, yeah, yeah, right. The yeah, vowel yeah. chart. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and I tried to, to indicate that a little bit with the tongue uh, shapes, you know, to get an image of why uh, F1 is higher or lower and, and F2 is lower and vice versa, et cetera, yeah. what it changes. Again, to when you start testing it, you get a feel for it, you know, and, and you mm -hmm. get, a, get another image for it. And we have this big thing going more into bio. I'm, I'm glad because I think we need to go more into biofeedback, you know, we need to, we need to know more about this in terms of research because sports is so way ahead of that. Sports knows yes. how important it is, but yeah. in voice research, we don't have that yet, you know, um, as much. And, and so that, that's another one, what I, what I want to, to open up to and to have this, if you will, external focus of attention, uh, which is always helpful to, yeah. to add in, in, in voice pedagogy. So, and I so mean, yes. if you're listening to this podcast and you don't, and you're, I mean, you can go back in our back. If you're new to the podcast, maybe you don't realize how much Sarah and I have talked about uh, formats and resonances uh, over <laughs> the years. But uh, if you're not new to this podcast, you're pretty uh, familiar with the back catalog there, and you can reference yep. about a bazillion things in the back exactly. catalog. Uh, so, yeah, no, we're, we're big pro fans of making yeah. sure that folks uh, have a healthy understanding of uh, things like resonance, right, Sarah? I mean, it is one of our theme songs. That's true. That's true. Yes. Uh, yeah. Not the one we use today, because, you know, Stranger Things, but we, it is literally in one of our themes <laughs> no it, it's it's great and listen which you know, is great yes i'm sorry that but but you know it, it that there's so much misinformation out there and again it yeah. comes from misguided uh, directions and and instructions well, and um, you know uh, one of the beautiful things about it i think it was actually dr Tiza who said this to me and i i think that any of us we were kind of talking with Chadley last week about the idea that, that acoustic, when you're learning acoustics, it's a journey. And we all have a little yeah. bit of a different journey with it as we learn yes. it. Yeah. And I was, I was, this is one of the most memorable conversations I've just ha happened to randomly have. We were at ICVT in 2013 in Australia, and Dr. Tisa and I were sitting beside each other on a bus on our way from the conference to dinner. And he was saying, well, you know, like with, with acoustics, the more people that we have that understand it, it's better for the whole community because I present it one way, Don Miller presents it another way, Ken Bozeman presents it another way, you present it another way, exactly. you know, now Angel Angelica with your book, you've presented it another way. Exactly. The more inroads we have to the information, because people learn differently, right? Like, yes. uh, like the, the community learned, we all learn differently yes. as individuals. Yes. And so the more roads we have into clarifying the information, even if, if, and here's the thing I want to encourage you vocal fam, if you're listening to this, don't think that the information, if you read like one person say one thing and another person say another thing, it might seem like it conflicts and that's okay. Don't be afraid of the possible uh, conflicting information on this issue. It's that all of our understanding of resonance keeps evolving and how you enter the information doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's like a, it's, it's like a, it's like a long journey with a whole bunch of squiggly lines all over the map. Right. There's not like a straight line to perceiving the information. And if you embrace 
the complexity of it, just kind of like the tongue. If you embrace the complexity of the tongue, you'll have this gateway to more freedom with yes. it if you understand it better. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just, that's a really, so the book is available on Amazon. The book is available on Plural's website. Right. Um, how do how do any European listeners get this? I don't. I, yes, unfortunately, it's not yet available on Amazon. Ah, it's already listed, uh, but you cannot yet order it. Ah, but okay. It's already you know you can get on the list already. Got uh, it. So I hope this is going to be soon because otherwise I I, I see and I'm so sorry the shipping costs are yeah quite high. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, but I hope that they're a little cheaper, at least once, you know, in Europe, uh, it opens up. Yeah. Um, so I, I hope there's going to be soon. I, I suppose it's, it's, um, just a matter of a, a, a couple, a month or so. Uh, okay. So perfect. We'll okay. I know that in the U S I've seen a whole bunch of our colleagues and in Canada who already have the book, um, I know. who have been yes. raving about it. <laughs> so I want to encourage the vocal fan to go out and buy the book. Thank um, you. No, and hopefully it's... it'll be available more readily in Europe soon. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because I, I heard already, uh, you know, uh, that it's, it's a, around 50 bucks shipping cost for for europe so this is really ooh. Ooh. Uh, then, oh my gosh i uh, <laughs> that really still hurts. it's it's yes. worth it's, it's worth still it a good book. Yes. europe vocal fam it's worth it it's, 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 uh, get um, get get this this is one not to be missed you should definitely uh folks uh you should have this book um and digest it and and have it particularly even just as a reference for all those consonant things oh at gosh. the end oh yes. my gosh yeah um, I, I hope, and and there is a companion uh, um, website website yep, that has all night. the images inside uh, because the in book color. Is, is is in color exactly. <laughs> because unfortunately, the we had to print it black and white; otherwise, it would have been even more expensive. More. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So we wanted to keep it really down. So I made black and white and color images, but I think the color images are popping it even more. You know, they do. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Some of them. <laughs> Some of them are a bit aggressive if you're a little timid of looking at inside of mouths. But, uh, but hey, it's, the, it's a book about the tongue, right? I mean, you know. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, They're fun. Yeah. No, the, the images are great. The images no, are great. No, and, and, and again, I, I think the images are, are really the big key also with this step-by-step -step instructions to, mm -hmm. to help visualize and guide and, and cutting down a lot, a lot of explanation. And, and so... Of course. So, yeah. Of course. Oh my goodness, yes. Hope hope it's going to have this the same result as <laughs> So, um so go buy the book Vocal Fam. Definitely go buy the book. Um as we tra and thank you to Plural for sponsoring the Vocal Fry podcast. Um and uh hopefully we'll continue that next year. It looks like we will. So, um anyway, uh as we transition um always uh Vocal Fry has has sort of dual missions. Um we are both a uh voice science and pedagogy podcast, but also uh Sarah and I love our nerd pop culture. Um and 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 so but honestly, the whole pandemic, what I've been asking any guests has yeah. been what is it outside of singing and pedagogy or research that brings you yeah. joy like what is it outside of that 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 you might share with the vocal fam that brings you some enjoyment in your life oh my gosh so much so much and it's funny you know it's 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 kind of outside of singing but at the same time it, it informs my singing it forms my research okay. and everything and and one of the latest uh um 
things that actually happened to me was I got more into fauna and flora and gardening. Awesome. We've had um, a few of those this season, actually. Yes, and I got into it through actually professionals who uh, used to be garden designers and gardeners themselves as a profession. Ooh. So that was really a, a, an approach that was quite interesting to hear, uh, to, to learn through those eyes. But here's, here's the funny thing that really happened to me. There is a really a huge garden, beautiful, you know, with all sorts of things in there including tulips and so forth. Um, and usually there are flowers and, but before they come out, you know, all of a sudden you are actually picking salad in between, you know? Oh. And I'm thinking, yes, actually we don't need to have a separate flower garden and a separate vegetable garden. You can actually grow both together, yeah. together because they have seasons or they can, you know, live side by side so this is really it was just fun i of course at the moment hike a lot ah okay <laughs> awesome. very good i'm i'm hiking even through the winter so there is oh, wow. nothing holding me back um i do snow hiking and 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 uh, so i i do that a lot <laughs> v- vocal fam if, if you know this show dr p doesn't do cold i don't do uh, i'm not a big cold fan myself not a fan of cold <laughs> i like cold <laughs> sarah and i both live in the southern united states and i know here for <laughs> i couldn't do snow hiking sounds wonderful yeah Hiking. Oh my gosh, there are, there are mountains like beyond belief. And w- if you have snow up there, it's, it's, it's just amazing. And to me, it, there is no bad weather. There is just bad clothing. So oh. <laughs> I like it. I love that. That's great. So, um, There's no. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> no, I got sorry you that there. I made that one. No. Well, That's great. It's, it's, yeah, you know, it's, it's pretty similar to, you know, there are no problems, there are just solutions. So, um, <sighs> man. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. See, there we go, vocal fam. There's your, uh, there's your bit of philosophy for the, uh, for the week. <laughs> for the Goodness <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, we, we're all facing a lot of challenges these times. So, um, yeah. Uh, I think it's the better approach to think of, of solutions because if there is a problem, okay, and, and you, you you cannot solve it, and there's just another uh, solution to it. That's right. So there are That's just right. solutions, yeah. That's right. And um, it, it sounds you know easier said than done, of course. But <laughs> yeah, no, of course. And and I mean you know yeah, these are challenging times. But I mean I think things are. I, I think I'm generally more optimistic um, about about yes. the future than I was a year ago. Well, definitely a year ago. For sure. Um, yes. Yeah, a, a year ago. <laughs> a year ago was not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe a month ago I already was, but but a you year were ago. A yeah, no. But it's it's uh, I love, for instance, I mean, but that has again something to do. I'm I'm, I'm making a lot of my digital uh, accompaniments, so entire oh. orchestral accompaniments. So because wow. you know we're not allowed to perform um, other than alone. So I actually went out uh, and, and just sang in places anonymously with my digital accompaniments in my pocket. So so that amazing. Was, yeah. Cool. So, um and and truly i think another thing is um i i think 
everything has something positive in it if, if we are able to kind of look for that which sure. is also not not always easy i get it but through the pandemic to really appreciate the people that you have in your life and um, i enjoyed and couldn't believe particularly after the first uh, there were there were more restrictive uh regulations in europe than there were in in the us Absolutely. and we truly had a lockdown so there was yeah. not seeing a person at all and um once it, it started to slowly open up a little bit i i really i mean having this closeness to people and and also learning who are your friends and who 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 is sustaining through all of that with you and enjoying every single minute of it and and really spreading spreading love and and i think being appreciative of every single minute we are on this earth so oh, that's yeah that's awesome that's 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 awesome well i mean we have we have to basically leave it there um, <laughs> that, that's because that's just i mean absolutely 100 percent. that's that's uh awesome uh angelica this has been really really great um, and, 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 and I just want to, uh, again, encourage the vocal fam to go and get the book. Yes. Um, this is definitely one for your shelf, um, and to read, not just to get and put on your shelf. Uh, don't, <laughs> don't make this one of those books that you just buy. Not right your coffee in. table book. <laughs> no, please use no, it. Please no, use, use it. it. <laughs> um, listen, vocal fam, it's been a crazy week around here. I'm sorry for my little bit of illness. Uh, it's the first time I've been sick since 2019 masks work. <laughs> Um, but, uh, we're going to get through it. Um, I'm excited because unlike in Europe, I actually, guess what guys, our local professional theater here in Jackson, we are doing a live show with a no. vaccinated cast in about a month. Um, so putting together a little cabaret, looking forward to things like hope and joy and, new times and all this kind of thing if you've not vocal fam registered for the nat summer workshop that's still uh up there um you've missed the early bird deadline but still a chance if you have a chance to register for acoustic vocal pedagogy at nec as we talked about last week that's still up there singing voice science i know is up also ccms uh at shenandoah is up for the summer all those opportunities right. um that you still have the chance to attack this summer for your professional development Mm -hmm. lots of exciting things uh with that for this summer uh, no reason to just sit at home alone at least be on <laughs> zoom with wonderful colleagues yeah. um and I i'll be honest i've enjoyed the fact that we have had these virtual things this year because it's given me a chance to see colleagues virtually um okay. that i might not even get to see as much if we were even at in-person conferences That's although true. i look forward to in-person conferences again of course. Yeah. And may I just uh, add one more conference? Please, by all yeah. means. Uh, Voice Foundation is coming And of course, up and Voice I'm Foundation. And I have a workshop there. So, Absolutely. Awesome. And so there you... will be really the step-by-step -step thing that I will go through. Oh, fantastic. Okay. So register for Voice Foundation you. still, which is virtual still this year. But yes. um, we're all looking forward to 2022 when hopefully we'll all be back in person. Yes. Uh, Vocal Fam, remember, Nats National deadlines for presentations is June 1. Ooh, um, and and ICVT <laughs> is coming up later in August. Right. So get those applications in for presentations or performances or posters or, or whatnot. Our Nats National poster deadline is not till December, but mm -hmm. um, but the but the sessions is due here right. um, is sooner. So anyway, Vocal Fam. Also, 
on my pop culture thing. If you have not watched the Marvel teaser from this week or watched the Stranger <laughs> Things trailer, you, you really should. You okay. really should do that. Also, Vocal Fam, one last note from Perna. On HBO Max, if you have HBO Max, let me tell you, Tenet is a wild movie. It is wild. <laughs> if you liked Inception at all, or if you like Chris Nolan's Batman series, this is Nolan on 150. This is not Nolan on like 98. This is like Chris Nolan telling stories through visuals and noise. And it's a lot of noise. It is a loud movie, okay? Don't like think like, oh, I'll just go casually watch this at the gym. No, 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 no. You're not going to do that. This is, you have to be paying attention. If you thought Inception was remotely confusing, this is Inception at, at like level 1000. Now, I will say, if you are familiar your vocal fan with basic time travel tropes my one critique of it is it's a little predictable but you have to like really be into time travel sci-fi to, to get, it. To to get, get that I think um, like if you watch as much time travel sci-fi as I do I think it would be predictable if you don't it's it's not but um, holy cow it is and it is loud <laughs> it is so loud um, All right. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that in there because I watched it last weekend after we podcasted, and, and I wanted to say it this week. But it's 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 it, it's also it's kind of long. Okay. Um, my other negative against it. it's like it's okay. like two hours and thirty five minutes, and it probably could have oh, been close two, to Godfather's. Pro- probably could have been two hours and ten minutes. Okay. Um, anyway. All right, Angelica, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you, Nick and Sarah. Oh, thank you Sarah, so much. Sarah, Sarah, breakfast. Oh, my breakfast. <laughs> uh, I was very healthy this week, actually. I had little omelet bites and fruit. There you go, vocal fam. Wild omelet bites and fruit. Very Wild healthy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's it. We are out. Everybody have a great week. Thank you, Angelica, so much. Thank you all. Thank you. Bye.